Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Episode 7 of Dueling Dialogues. I'm Connor Murphy on Vancouver Island with Grace Matthews all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing good. It's been a hot weekend out here on the West Coast. It is unusually hot up there, isn't it? Yes. Very hot. And things are still burning. I'm kind of jealous. We're cooler than our normal temperature, and I like it hot. Yeah, well, this is a little too hot. I mean, we're we're in the 30s, and that's Celsius. That's not Fahrenheit. So we're we're pushing the 100 Fahrenheit and over in some places. Crazy. Have we got any updates on anything that's occurred over the weekend? Yes, I have an update. I'd like to start out with a quote. Okay. You know, uh, from Benjamin Franklin. Freedom of speech is a principal pillar of free government. When this support is taken away, the constitution of a free society is dissolved and tyranny is erected on the ruins. Uh, we keep coming back to freedom of speech, and again, it's put to the test in Berkeley, California. Once the defining institution of free speech, Berkeley, once the defining institution of free speech has again placed it on the chopping block as an all too familiar violent attack on those exercising their First Amendment rights broke out over the weekend when a small group of right-wing protesters were attacked by masked anarchists. SFGate.com reports masked anarchists violently rout right-wing demonstrators in Berkeley. Again, I just can't stress enough how this is becoming all too familiar. Next update is on um, an episode we did Friday about Kim Jong-un. Okay. According to CNN.com and others, Pyongyang um, fired three short-range missiles from the Kangwon province. The U.S. Pacific Command said the launches occurred in the midst of the U.S. and South Korea's annual military exercises. They failed, though, didn't they? Yes. I mean, we're not quite sure what their intentions were. One was a real dud. The other one went about 255 kilometers. I don't know. You're better at translating that into miles. Yeah. I'm not going to do it right now, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's monday morning monday morning in math nah oh i get it i do get it yeah it's it's a fair distance you know you're looking at uh, around 100 miles i mean we don't really know what his goal was because i'm pretty sure he didn't have much of a goal uh, because 
you know, they were doing this practice exercise in South Korea, and I pretty much think it was more like, you know, I'm here. Don't forget about me. Yeah, I think it was an so, attention getter, but I, I don't think it worked like he quite planned with them failing because that just shows that, you know, they're, they're a ways away from being an actual real threat, I think. Well, that and he also chose the weekend of Hurricane Harvey. So he really got nothing out of it because all of the tension in the United States is on Texas, as it should be. Right. You know, and our our thoughts and prayers go out to Texas. Absolutely. It's, and, a, uh, it's a scary time. It is a scary time. So do you have anything else? Um, no, not really. No, you know, it was a, it was a good weekend. Um, did some charity work, had some fun at the blues festival. So it was great. Yeah, that's great. I love blues too. So blues and charity are a good combo. Yeah. Kids and kids in Kenya. So, Oh, excellent. Excellent. What do we got for today's show? Well, I'm going to kind of set the stage for our conversation on media bias. I have a, a written editorial here okay. to kick things off. Um, and researching this segment, I came across a familiar quote in, in all of all places, Anthony Scaramucci's Twitter feed. The Mooch. The Mooch. Nevertheless, it holds true to our concern about media bias and the impact it is having on the outcome. When enough people make false promises, words stop meaning anything, and then there are no more answers. Only better and better lies. Jon Snow, Game of Thrones. Where does opinion end and bias begin? And does bias birth fake news? I think they do go hand in hand, absolutely. I I, definitely. Uh, First of all, I, like most people, do not want to be treated like an idiot by any news commentator. Many news and opinion personalities talk down to their audience. On top of that, they further the idea by reporting ridiculous scenarios that are so contradictory they can't be true. Ultimately, when this happens, public feuds break out among news and opinion competitors. And as of late, the Trump administration. Now, the White House cannot claim complete innocence, as many of the incidents first gained momentum from none other than the White House administrative leaks. It's a complex problem that could easily lead us down a slippery slope if the solution defies freedom of speech. Again, we go back to Benjamin Franklin who spoke of our psychological state during times of fear. Many professionals have substantiated the pitfalls of our behavior as a result of fear. Franklin admonished this behavior when he wrote, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. So for the most part, you know what you're getting when you tune into view or listen or even read news or opinion. If you are watching CNN, you know they hate Trump. 
and lean left of left. The same goes for the New York Times and the Washington Post. Likewise, if you tune into Fox News Channel, you know you are getting the other side that is right of right and supportive of the Trump administration. Nevertheless, recently, I've come across a couple of unlikely, unlikely dissidents. Several months ago, when NBC hired Megyn Kelly, rumors began surfacing about the network moving towards the right. Admittedly, I said hogwash. Megyn Kelly is a chameleon with a history of pandering with any opinion that personally moves her career into the direction of attention. My beliefs received affirmation as MSNBC and its star Rachel Maddow moved further and further left after President Trump's inauguration. During the past few months, reports, chaos, multimedia bickering seemed to manufacture another CNN cable affiliate and MSNBC. Both channels have an obsessive compulsion to grind on every Thing Trump does. Today, after all this, I'm questioning my assumption. Friday night, I was at a dinner and the conversation quickly turned to Trump. That's not so unusual. But this time, it was in response to the gibberish about his mental fitness to serve. Of course, anyone over the age of 40 might recall numerous times at which the opposing side of a president has been recorded questioning the mental capacity of a president. The most notable in my memory is Ronald Reagan. After dinner, we all recalled the chatter concerning Reagan. None of us were surprised about the chatter about Trump. Nonetheless, we were all surprised NBC ran a segment on the murmurs about Trump's mind with the inclusion of past accusations about previous presidents. Therefore, ultimately discounting the left's claims. Amazing. This action by NBC has me giving, even asking, to take a second thought about an article I read in the LA Times last week by David Horsey. Please note there will be a link to this article on our site, therightleftchronicles.com. David Horsey, a self-proclaimed liberal, admitted to being bored by MSNBC and CNN's constant reinforcements of his own biases. In his article, Horsey claims to have become so bored with the narrow dogma, he turned to Fox News and watched Sean Hannity. His article titled, Sean Hannity Hits a Right Note in a Discordant Time, is an excellent read. Could it be that audiences are getting bored and frustrated? Perhaps we, the people, are beginning to do our own due diligence. Just maybe they, the media, and we are beginning to look at the current climate, just like Connor and I have, and imagine that learning about the other side is just the right thing to do. And sometimes we're not that far apart. Well, I think most people can guess where their media, you know, where they get their news, whether they're sitting on the left, in the center, or the right. But in some instances, it's probably not real evident. So I do have a site that I d did find the other day. It's uh, mediabiasfactcheck.com. And we'll make sure the, the link's in the sources on the site as well. 
but it basically uh, runs an algorithm on the news sources website and picks up and flags certain words and you get a basically a measurement so when i searched all of the canadian uh, major news sources they were all sitting left of center oh my goodness and last week we mentioned rebel media and andrew Shear from our opposition um, not granting any interviews moving forward with rebel media so which means our even our opposition is is sitting over on the left with all of our mainstream media and i don't think a lot of canadians know that right now or even paying attention of it but if you're curious uh you know go to the mediabiasfactcheck.com website and search out where you're getting your news from to to understand where your news and media lies it is an excellent site actually it gives several sources that um deserve endorsement and i believe the list is updated frequently so that list changes from time to time Um, but it's an excellent source and especially when you are out there on the internet and you see stories that may or may not be fake news i know i Last week when I was researching for our our article on Kim Jong-un, my son told me, you know, he sold 100,000 people of his own people, Mom. And I said, really? I said, that's just fake news. I, it couldn't possibly be true. First of all, I hadn't heard about it on any reputable news source. So I didn't go with it, didn't look it up and come to find out it's a true story he did sell a hundred thousand of his people so making assumptions is wrong right there you have to check your facts nowadays yeah just because it sounds outrageous doesn't mean it's fake news because outrageous things are happening every day (laughs) well i see a ton of fake news on my facebook timeline or not on my timeline, I mean on my Facebook news feed. Um, so I have a lot of friends that buy into some of this fake news and, and start sharing it with, with others. And very often, if I don't do it, somebody else will do it. And we go to a website called Snopes.com, and it was started by a husband-wife research team, and they just got tired of listening to, to outright outrageous claims on social media. So they decided to research them out and they started their website and now they have a staff and and it's quite a big website uh at the top of the page uh if you're on the computer at least i i know that they have tags so if you click on say donald trump it gives you all of the uh articles that they researched whether it's true or false or or a mix and the interesting thing right now is most of those titles that i clicked on it is a mix of truth and something that's, you know, uh, not so true. So what that's telling me, and this, I could just about click on anything and it gives a mixture of true and false. So it just tells me that the spin doctors are getting much, much better with, you know, twisting the facts into their direction. Which is true, but I will tell you, in the United States, an illegal sense 
Any statement that is partly false is completely false legally. Um, now, news agencies are not often tested on partially true issues in a courtroom because of the freedom of speech. Exactly. They're hiding under the free speech. Exactly. Uh, but we have to remain strong on, on our freedom of speech. I, it scares me to give up any part of that right. And it scares me to think that there in Canada, you all are getting basically one-sided news everywhere. Um, I would not want, even though I am mostly right, I would not want left-wing news to disappear or because I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know who is going to be in control or try to become powerful. So by having those kinds of checks and balances and challenges, just like um, David, David Horsey said, challenges to your own idealism should be welcomed not ran from because those challenges make you stronger nothing like a good discussion and a debate we should know exactly and it's very important and it's very important to me to know the other side and a lot of times after you discuss it or rehash it you're really not as far apart as you believed you were in the beginning I like to think of it as if you're flying in a in a plane and when you're in the center everything's good and balanced and and if you the plane was to bank all the way to the left it's going to eventually spiral and crash and burn so you need that weight on the right wing to keep it flying level exactly and we don't have anything really mainstream on the right right now in Canada it's a scary yeah. thought and it's really too bad, and it's too bad that the rebel, the one that is on the right, is so extreme. They're sometimes not taken seriously. That would be um, much like a couple of the extremists we have with radio shows right now in exactly. the United States. Yeah, Thank exactly. goodness they're not the only voice we have for the right um, although it's limited at times. Yes. <coughs> Alex Jones. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely um, extreme and um, angry. And that's not exactly... The right approach. No, it's not. As far as I'm concerned. Exactly. But it is a problem. It's an important problem. And it's one that we need to keep discussing. It's one that I don't know a solution to. No. I, I think it's like like we said, you have to start doing your own due diligence. There are a couple of websites out there that you mentioned. They will be on our website. If in doubt, check it. You know, fake news, misleading news is not new. However... There is a boldness today that there never was before. 
it, it doesn't cower in the corner. It's not as subtle as it once was. Yeah, you can't believe everything you read today. Yeah, and you know, we have a tendency to... We, we're a little more skeptical about things we hear and see on TV, but when we read something, we're kind of programmed or we're taught as young people to believe what you read. Because it was in print back then. Yeah, if it's in print, you know, nobody would put it in print if it wasn't false. It's what we were told because, you know, my dad would say, oh, they would get sued, you know, or, oh, that's the New York Times. They, they pay people a lot of money to research these things and have great sources. And I believe that was true at one time. Um, it's not always true now. They're in the business of selling papers, and it's tough to sell papers right now because you have so many online sources that are free. So newspapers are grasping, and they're into shock media, and they certainly use the language to shock and to gain attention and, again, sell newspapers. They can always, you know, type in a retraction a few weeks later on the back page. And get away with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they just show a judge, we retracted it. Or they've just twisted it slightly in a way that it's partially true. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's no easy solution. you got to do your own research. Consider the source. Um, very often, uh, one trigger thing that I won't even click on a link is look at the domain name and it's the domain names hidden by, you know, like tiny Earl or, or, you know, another Earl shortener. Don't click it because you don't know where it's going to. Another thing is look for domains that are close to the spelling of, you know, a major news source because often they try to mask themselves as a, a legitimate news source so be aware of the domain and the link you're clicking on yes that's becoming quite a problem i'm glad you mentioned that um there are places that will you know create a document that looks exactly like it's from facebook or a specific newspaper or even a specific charity and for some reason I I don't know why or how they can't catch these people that are doing this, but they they rarely do. I don't know whether it's because they are coming from other countries. Yeah, that's exactly it. Some of the countries they're coming from um, have basically no internet policing whatsoever. A lot of African countries, Russia, China... All you have to do is have a news site to know that you're going to get attacked multiple times a day. It's a serious problem, uh, and it's stopping a lot of um, new media from even starting up because uh, they don't have the resources when they're starting up to block all those attacks. So it's very costly, and it eventually will bankrupt them. So that is continual. Most of those attacks come from, and I speak from experience, Wow. And it's daily, multiple times a day. Is there a part of our life that's not under attack anymore? I don't think so. The internet is a, a, a real dirty, dirty place. There's a lot of just spam and scammers out there that, that'll do anything to disrupt 
normal day-to-day operations for anybody and dis- disrupt the news, there's no easy solution. It is like the wild, wild west, isn't it? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Seems pretty accurate. Well, we agree on something. We certainly do. You know, we don't always agree, but life's a journey. Godspeed, my friends. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.